Anybody who grew up with me in the Midwest will tell you that when it came to games involving round objects, Richard Helmer was the last person you wanted on your team. Hand-eye coordination was not one of my strengths growing up. And so anything that involved balls, I tended to shy away from. When I was probably in the third grade, my parents decided to enroll me in a season of t-ball one summer. T-ball was a little bit safer because at least the ball was stationary. And so I might just have a holy chance in hell of hitting it. Sometimes I did, but my guess is my batting average was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 50. Go figure. Jesus today talks about expectations that are pretty low if you look at the figures. Take, for instance, the woman who has lost the coin. She's batting about maybe a hundred, which is probably not quite enough to get her into the big leagues. And as for the sheep that has lost, well, forget it. You know, one in a hundred. That's not going to get you anywhere fast. Jesus seems to say when it comes to matters of repentance, that is, turning around 180 degrees and being transformed heart and mind in God, we better keep our expectations pretty low. It doesn't happen all that often. It doesn't happen all that often. Within the last month, there was going around on Facebook a lament by a pastor who has a very well-read blog about the things that keep pastors up at night. And one of those things is the question, am I reaching anybody? Is anybody really tuned in to what I'm saying? Am I really spending my time wisely here? Of course, there's a lot of ego in that lament, right? But it's a valuable question. Jesus reminds us, keep your expectations low. Jesus doesn't talk about great transformations or national missions or the church militant or great holy conquests. Jesus talks about small things like lost coins and lost sheep and mustard seeds and pearls of great price. The kingdom, he says, is built of such things as these. Now, we could, I suppose, fall into the trap that the Pharisees and the scribes were probably in, which is to say, well, we're righteous. We don't need saving. Truth of the matter is, most of us are there most of the time, right? Yeah. Come on. You can respond. I know you're good Episcopalians. You can respond. Yeah? It's Amen. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. There's a Baptist in the room, see? <laughs> Former Baptist. MCC. <laughs> also a pastor, so he gets it. Right? But it's true, most of the time that's where we live. Every month, when our vestry gathers to meet, we talk about the business of this parish. We do a lot of nuts and bolts and and thinking about mission and ministry and how we're going to get from here to there, wherever there may be. But we always pause for about 10 minutes to do some reflection on Scripture. 
And it's a time-honored tradition. It goes back centuries in Anglicanism to sit around together and reflect on the holy writings of our tradition. And you know what? Not one time have I come away from those conversations without being inspired, without hearing something extraordinary and new at work in our midst. So this past Wednesday, the vestry gathered, as it normally does for its monthly meeting, and we did our nuts and bolts and church mission, and then we paused and we read this week's gospel. And I shared the pastor's lament. And one of our vestry members, who is an entrepreneur, said, Richard, he said, but it's not an all-or-nothing deal. He was absolutely right. It's not all or nothing when it comes to matters of repentance and transformation, metanoia, of being turned upside down and outwards for the sake of the kingdom. There are those remarkable moments, right? From my childhood, I remember two specifically. One of them was that day at T-Ball that I actually caught the ball when it came into home plate. And I got the guy out. And it wasn't just me surprised. I remember the gasp from the adults who were watching. <laughs> I remember that moment with some fondness. The other time was in the sixth grade playing flag football. And I happened to be a foot from the end zone. And the ball came with a crowd of guys. And they fumbled. And guess who ended up catching the ball and getting a touchdown? I remember that day. Maybe nobody else does, but I remember. I remember. We remember those extraordinary transformations. And we know people who have experienced them. But for the rest of us, the 99% of the time, as one of our faithful vestry members reminded me on Wednesday, it's small things that matter. It's the mustard seeds. It's the pearls of great price. It is the lost coins and that lonely lost sheep that we are called to. And that is precisely why we are here doing what we do every Sunday why we say the same prayers again and again, why we gather and take a small morsel of bread and take a sip of wine and call it the body and blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we do it again and again because over time, those small things add up. They add up in our lives. They change us, possibly in ways that we can't even begin to imagine and in many ways that are secret and hidden from us. That's the hidden good news in today's gospel. Because most of us are on that journey of the shepherd, taking one step, one tiny step at a time to find that lost sheep. We are on that mission to find that lost coin, even in a world that seems as materially abundant as ours is, to find that tiny thing that makes all the difference in the world. Just as our God is patiently working and loving us so that the shepherd may one day carry each of us back to the flock on his shoulders. And then there is rejoicing in heaven.
This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.